0: Section thirty-nine of Not That It Matters by A. A. Milne. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A misjudged game. Chess has this in common with making poetry, that the desire for it comes upon the amateur in gusts. It is very easy for him not to make poetry sometimes he may go for months without writing a line of it but when once he is delivered of an ode then the desire to write another ode is strong upon him a sudden passion for rhyme masters him and must work itself out it will be all right in a few weeks he will go back to prose or bills of parcels or whatever is his natural method of expressing himself none the worse for his adventure. But he will have gained this knowledge for his future guidance that poems never come singly. Every two or three years I discover the game of chess. In normal times, when a man says to me, Do you play chess? I answer coldly, Well, I know the moves. Would you like a game? he asks, and I say, i don't think i will thanks very much i hardly ever play and there the business ends but once in two years or it may be three circumstances are too strong for me i meet a man so keen or a situation so dull that politeness or boredom leads me to accept the board is produced i remind myself that the queen stands on a square of her own colour and that the knight goes next to the castle i push forward the king's pawn two squares and we're off yes we are off but not for one game only for a month at least i shall dream of chess at night and make excuses to play it in the day For a month, chess will be even more to me than golf or billiards, games which I adore because I am so bad at them. For a month, starting from yesterday when I was inveiled into a game, you must regard me, please, as a chess maniac. Among small boys with no head for the game, I should probably be described as a clever player if my opponent only learnt yesterday and is still a little doubtful as to what a knight can do i know one or two rather good tricks for removing his queen my subtlest stroke is to wait until her majesty is in front of the king and then to place my castle in front of her with a pawn in support sometimes i forget the pawn and he takes my castle in which case i try to look as if the loss of my castle was the one necessary preliminary to my plan of campaign and that now we were off when he is busy on one side of the board i work a knight up on the other and threaten two of his pieces simultaneously to the extreme novice i must seem rather resourceful but then i am an old hand at the game my career dates from, well, years ago, when I won my house championship at school. This championship may have carried a belt with it, I had forgotten, but there was certainly a prize, a prize of five solid shillings, supposing the treasurer had managed to collect the subscriptions. In the year when I won, I was also treasurer i assure you that the quickness and skill necessary for winning the competition were as nothing to that necessary for collecting the money if any pride remains to me over that affair if my name is written in letters of fire in the annals of our house chess club it is because i actually obtained the five shillings after this the game did not trouble me for some time but there came a day when a friend and i lunched at a restaurant in which chessboards formed as permanent a part of the furniture of the dining-tables as the salt and mustard partly in joke because it seemed to be the etiquette of the building we started again we stayed there two hours and the fever remained with me for two months another year or so of normal development followed then i caught influenza and spent dull days in bed nothing can be worse for an influenza victim than chess but i suppose my warders did not realise how much i suffered under the game anyhow i played it all day and dreamed of it all night a riot of games in which all the people i knew moved diagonally and up and down took each other and became queens and now i have played again and am once more an enthusiast you will agree with me will you not that it is a splendid game people mock at it they say that it is not such good exercise as cricket or golf how wrong they are that it brings the same muscles into play as does cricket i do not claim for it Each game develops a different set of sinews, but what chess-player who has sat with an extended forefinger on the head of his queen for five minutes, before observing the enemy's bishop in the distance, and bringing back his piece to safety, what chess-player, I say, will deny that the muscles of the hand ridge up like lumps of iron after a month at the best of games?' what chess-player who has stretched his arm out in order to open with the ruy lopez gambit who has then withdrawn it as the possibilities of the don quixote occur to him and who has finally after another forward and backward movement decided to rely upon the bishop's declined pawn what chess-player i ask will not affirm that the biceps are elevated by this noblest of pastimes and finally what chess-player who in making too eagerly the crowning move has upset with his elbow the victims of the preliminary skirmishing so that they roll upon the floor what chess-player who has to lean down and pick them up will not be the better for the strain upon his diaphragm No say what you will against chess but do not mock at it for its lack of exercise yet there is this against it the courtesies of the game are few i think that this must be why the passion for it leaves me after a month when at cricket you are bold first ball the wicket-keeper can comfort you by murmuring that the light is bad when at tennis your opponent forces for the dedans and strikes you heavily under the eye he can shout sorry when at golf you reach a bunker in four and take three to get out your partner can endear himself by saying hard luck but at chess everything that the enemy does to you is deliberate he cannot say sorry as he takes your knight he does not call it hard luck when your king is surrounded by vultures eager for his death and though it would be kindly in him to attribute to the bad light the fact that you never noticed his castle leaning against your queen yet it would be quite against the etiquette of the game indeed it is impossible to win gracefully at chess no man yet has said mate in a voice which failed to sound to his opponent bitter, boastful, and malicious. It is the tone of that voice which, after a month, I find it impossible any longer to stand. End of section thirty nine.